0: The Michigan Business Beat brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. Chris Holman here at our downtown studios at 109 East Oakland. You ever want to stop in, and see the sausage made, you're welcome to do so. We're going to spend a little time right now with Jane Doty. She is a member of the Michigan Works Association Board of Directors, and uh, they are housed, of course, here in the Lansing region. And uh, Jane, it is great to have you on. You and I have been on the same board for, well, let's not bring up a number, all right? <laughs> A number of years as the capital area Michigan Works, and it is all those Michigan Works offices around the state, of which there are what, 14, 16? 16. 16, who belong to the association, right? right? And uh, and in you, of course, and by way of of, um, perfect honesty, I am also just new on that board and finding my way, learning how these things work. And so uh, let me ask you, because in a timely fashion, this is also Women's History Month, very important month for all of us. Um, You uh, give me a little bit, um, with March being uh, Women's History Month, uh, it seems like a good time for us to talk about women in the workforce. And uh, I know the pandemic has, has had a kind of a disproportionate effect on women. Can you share a little bit with us?
1: Sure. Um, Between 2015 and 2020, women were making a slow progress or slow um, representation, larger representation, and then when the pandemic hit, it not only came to a halt, but it went backwards. Um, The unemployment rate for women across all races is 6%, but that number is dramatically Uh, disproportionate for women of color, their percentage of unemployment is nine. And um, women were hit particularly hard because of their uh, child care and keeping the home going all the time. Um, And then that also affects people with color and people with disabilities. The 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 women of color are more likely to have been laid off or furloughed during the COVID-19 career, stalling their crisis, stalling their careers, and jeopardizing their financial security. And women with disabilities um, are finding it extra difficult because they are less likely to get the flexibility that they need, and are less likely to feel ex- are more likely to feel excluded in the dark and uninformed.
0: Yeah, this is a terrible misrepresentation that, that really we got to do something to fix. One of the things, one of the real things, and you alluded to it, was was childcare, And it's always been considered kind of a barrier to employment, but the pandemic intensified that barrier even more. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Well, the lack of affordable childcare keeps many parents out of work anyway. And prior to the pandemic, the non-working parents um, in low-income households, 70% cite taking care of the home as the reason they're not working. Well, now, quality child care is its always unaffordable for low-range earners who are eligible for assistance, but now the child care costs have gone up 61%. Wow. So, I mean, it's ridiculous. And then now they've got people that that are saying that they want their families to take care of the kids. But then when the pandemic is over, they want to have their children in childcare. However, there's not gonna be slots, there's not gonna be workers. So there's a real issue about um, childcare. And there's a lot of women that have stopped working all together to provide childcare.
0: You know, it's uh, it sometimes it's a case of just cost uh, efficacy like you say the childcare outweighs what you can get by by going to work so that's another system we really have to look at now this march 7th through the 13th uh, designated obviously as uh, women in construction week as well why is this an important celebration
1: well because we need to have more people more women in the construction industry they're working on There's over 179,000 jobs in Michigan construction sector last year and 14% were held by women is all. And out of 19,730 active registered apprenticeships, there were only 2150 that were women, which is only 11% of the total. So this apprenticeship steering committee is working hard to um, get that number increased They recently announced winners of the 2020 Top Apprenticeship Program in manufacturing and construction, and two young women took top honors. But there's still much work to be done to fully include women in construction. To increase recruitment, improve retention, companies need to acknowledge and remove gender bias from work culture, develop training programs and local mentorship groups specific to the needs of women, including more women in hiring and being role
0: models for other women. So so Jane, how can listeners learn more about Michigan Works uh, Association and the Michigan Works Network?
1: We have a website. It's michiganworks.org to learn more about this association and um, it will also give you links to other association sites.
0: Well, Jane Doty, member of the Michigan Works Association Board of Directors, thanks for joining us. Also, I might add, Chairman of the Capital Area, Michigan Works Board, Uh, keep up the good work, and we appreciate all the time you've spent on on this noble cause.
1: Thank you, Chris. You do a lot for us as well.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you. Not not nearly as much as you do. Um, (laughs) I want to thank all of our guests today, and of course, all of you for being here on the Michigan Business Beat. And as always, from all of us here at the Michigan Business Network, I'm Chris Holman, wishing you a very prosperous day.